Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, I was thinking about how every time we come on the air and go off the air, we play A Quiet Place by Pastor Troy Thomas. And how it is just that. It, it ministers to me in a way that I can't explain to you. I want to thank Pastor Troy for giving us um, that song, Quiet Place, because I've really gotten so accustomed to playing A Quiet Place for every program, um, not unless the person that's ministering or whatever doesn't want to hear it, that I didn't understand the blessing of the music, A Quiet Place by Pastor Troy Thomas. Pastor Troy Thomas, if you're listening, I give honor to you, and I give honor to God that you allow us to play A Quiet Place at the beginning of our programs and at the end of our programs. Um, The song, the melody is just just at a quiet place and um, the people of Albany from Africa that um, Pastor Aziza shared with us, if I never needed you before, I need you right now, talking about God, how it's ushered me into prayer and how it's given me a peace that surpasses all understanding. I realize that those two selections in particular God has used them this year um, on this road to healing and wholeness in a way that I cannot explain it to you. So to the young lady that was um, singing with him, um, if I never needed you before, I, I need you right now. And to Pastor Troy for the introductory song that um, we use for every Smile 3E program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for allowing God to use you to create that song. So once again, um, it just was such a different melody for me this morning. So thank you so much. I'm going to check and see if Minister Sylvia or Minister Margo or anyone that's on the line would like to open us up in prayer. Um, Not I will pray, but just, Um, When you get a chance, if you listen to the melody and the the keystrokes and the notes that God has placed in the musical selection that we're allowed to play because of Pastor Troy at the beginning and the end of the program, it's truly a quiet place. It it really is. So if anyone's available to uh, pray, I'm going to pause. Good morning, Apostle Elect. This is Minister Margot, and it will be my honor to pray and begin the service on today and take those that are listening now and those that will listen later, Grace. God told Mm -hmm. us in his word we could come, and he would meet us at our point of need, whatever that point of need is we present it to God this morning knowing his word stands firm and we can believe and trust him 
So, Lord, in Jesus' name, we, we thank you. We thank you for another Sunday. We thank you for the first Sunday in October of 2022. We're in the last quarter of this year, God. You be here, and we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for your covering. We thank you for your word. God, we adore you because you are love. And because of you, we can love. Most importantly, we can show our love and gratitude to you. And that's where we start today, by letting you know, God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify you. We lift up your name. We believe you. And we know you're faithful. And we have nothing to fear. Love, true love, casts out fear. So as Apostle was saying, we are in a place of peace. We are in a place of shelter. We are in a place that you hide us from the storms. And we are in a place leaning on you, depending on you, trusting you, allowing your peace that passes understanding to fill us right now, to comfort our spirits, to ease our feelings, to help our minds simply think on those things that are good, that are pure, that are right, to think on you, God, on your holiness, on your greatness, on your love, on your care. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you and we magnify you. God, you've been better to us than we could ever deserve, and we thank you. And we're grateful. We're grateful for another day. We're grateful for you protecting us and keeping us from all hurt, harm, and danger as we slept, taking us in our sound mind, for allowing us to be able to move and breathe and have our being because it's in you, God, for helping us to recognize you, all-powerful God, our, our Father. You are our shepherd, and you care, and we thank you, and we praise you, and we magnify you, God. We ask you, God, to forgive us for anything we might have said or done or thought that is outside your will and outside your word. Thank you for forgiveness and help us to not only ask you for forgiveness, but to forgive others and also to forgive ourselves. When we have let you down, when we know we are not in the place where we should be, help us to continue, no matter how many times, no matter how often, no matter when, to come to you and ask for healing, to ask for deliverance, to ask for wholeness, to ask and it shall be given, to seek and we will find it because it's in you. All we need is in you, God. We ask you to bless Apostle Alec as she goes forward today, to bless her, God, and to give her, to allow her spirit to stand strong today, to allow her spirit to connect with yours and to give to the body of Christ what it needs today, right now, in this moment. 
They talk about being present. God, and we thank you that you are present with us because you said wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you will be in the midst. So thank you, God. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being with all those who minister on Smile 3E Ministry. Thank you for all those that are listening, that are believers, that are holding on to you, that are believing you no matter what they see or feel or hear. They believe your word because your word is solid. You are a solid rock, God, and we will anchor our lives on you. We will anchor our now on you. We will anchor our eternity on you, God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. And as we go forward, listening to your word, God, yes, you cannot just let us hear it but to apply it to our lives, to walk in it, to understand it, to embrace it with all we have, and to know, God, that all we have to do is do our very best because you see the best in us. You see us as you made us, as you designed us to be. We ask you to continue to cover us with the blood of Jesus, to cover this petition and all those who are seeking you today to cover us, God, as to you, knowing that you hear and answer prayer. For this, we are thankful and give you the praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Margo, thank you so, so very much for every time you've not only voluntarily prayed, but you've sought the will of God in the prayer. And your prayer has always lined up with what God has given um, for us on today or whenever someone listens to this message. And it's an honor um, to have uh, a minister, a minstrel, a woman of God that prays. So thank you for the prayer. Um, thank you for your obedience. And just like I had said about um, God, with I need you, uh, like I've never needed you before. And also Pastor Troy's um, intro and um exit music that we play, A Quiet Place, it's such an honor to be at peace, to have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. During this week, um, I didn't know that the landscaper did it, first of all. Um, My sliding door uh, glass door was shattered. I mean, shattered. I had never <clears throat> seen such devastation in a sliding door before. To someone, it's probably like, oh, that's no big deal. But I mean, every piece of glass that was attached to the sliding door, if it wasn't hanging out, with sharp edges, which wasn't much, it had crumbled 
to the floor, to the ground outside in little pieces. And when I saw it and took pictures of it, I was like, hmm. Like I said, just walked out there, didn't know when it happened or how it had happened. And then I received a phone call saying what had happened and how they would be sending a contractor out to fix it. And then I saw the devastation of the hurricane in Florida and other places and how um, this elderly man in particular, very small, feeble elderly man, was being ushered out of his car by others because the flood had actually taken over his car. And he was being swept away. But all of a sudden, there were some people there to carry this man. They got him out of his car and got him to safety. And I saw so many others. And I saw not just manufactured homes. I saw homes that had been shattered and and washed away businesses and cars that were floating down the road in trucks. And I thought about how so many of those people had opportunities to get out of those homes, but they were still shattered, and how others weren't allowed to get out, and how they showed crocodiles and alligators in these people's homes, and how they had been victims of a shattered life based off of natural causes. And how now these people would be dealing with the disbelief of the shock and awe that grief usually brings you, where there's a sudden death in some cases. Well, the denial of what had happened and the circumstances surrounding these deaths and things that were going on were things that many of us, I'll say me. I know God has me praying for other people, but this message is so personal. How there's things that have happened in my life, even on this week that I knew nothing about with the shattered um, window and how it was something where it could have been one rock or multiple rocks, whether they were using the weed whacker or the a lawnmower that shattered the window and how it could have been the wind that was in many cases over 155 miles an hour or it could have been the floods and the waters that had rushed in or it could have been so many things that caused the shattering of the lives of so many. Someone may say, well, it didn't kill as many people as was killed in hurricane this or hurricane that. But even if it was just one, the guilt and pain that so many experiencing right now because of that loved one that wasn't able to get out of the hurricane or that loved one that wasn't able to get out of the a whole nother thing, which has nothing to do with the hurricane, 
that jail cell because they were there awaiting trial. Their life had been shattered, some innocent and some guilty, but then their lives were shattered and taken from them, from another inmate or a guard or whatever. How the lives of many friends and family of Minister Sheila have been shattered and how her death has shattered many of us emotionally and some even in a way that it appears to be physically. Because see, to shatter something is things that people don't always understand what it means to have something come into your life and shatter your peace. Do you know what it means to have something break or or cause a sudden break that suddenly, violently breaks things into pieces, smashes it, it devastates, it upsets the very peace in your mind and your heart? Mm. That's what death and loss does. It shatters. But we have a God that comes in, that swoops in right on time with his angels and his word to help us if and when we let him. But see, there's emotions and feelings that come along when you see a person without remorse that has taken that family member. But just think, those winds, those waves, those floods, they came in without remorse, but they weren't a person. They shattered the lives of many. They caused pain and grief. For many, whether it's a person or a hurricane or an earth. But see, God allows us to get through those stages and those phases that cause that shock and awe, that cause that denial of, I can't believe that this has happened to me or her, or that guilt or that pain. Well, many of these things I call, when I said it was me, I call this stage and this phase slavery stages, slavery mindset, blues stages. And I want to help you understand why I've called them that. I've called them that because once you come out of them, is one thing. But when you return back to them is another thing. Sometimes you're returning back to them because something else has happened to shatter your peace in your life. And other times you're still dealing with what you're dealing with, but someone's lack of remorse has caused you to return to that mindset again. And see, to be a slave or to be a part of slavery 
is when you're subjected to involuntary servitude. Now, when your life has been shattered, it's not something that you've necessarily always done to yourself. And sometimes it's a consequence of things that we've done that's caused our mindset to return to something. But but I want to talk about how you can legally be owned by that thing, by that person, by that slavery, person that has no remorse. Sarah, my God, my God, for what they've done. That 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 wave, that that wind of a, over 155 miles an hour, that that tree that fell, whatever, whatever, that earthquake that shattered your peace, my God in heaven, ah, you've become a subject to what it's done in your life because now you're no longer living in that safety of God. Mm, that that Psalms ninety one safety of God, but you are. Be be patient with me. Be patient with me. Just work with me. Because see, some of us don't realize that this slavery, this servitude, this pain, this suffering that we're dealing with is not just emotional, but it's starting to affect us physically. Uh huh. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So you're a semi-free slave. You may have built up or fixed up whatever was shattered in your life, but you keep returning to a type of servitude to that thing that has caused you so much pain. You may say, but in slavery, they're in that servitude because it's due to some type of crime or death or something that has sentenced them to be part of that servitude because they're not being paid wages for their indebtedness. Mm-hmm, that's true. But you're not being paid either. So see, the peace that God has given you surpasses all understanding. Yes, in the midst of that shattered place. Yes, in the midst of that shattered state. Yes, in the midst of that beautiful million-dollar mansion or home that you've had that's no longer there, and all you see is the uh, the, the, the pieces and the uh, parts of furniture and, and that, that beautiful kitchen that you had, that beautiful bedroom that you had. You only see the pieces of what you once had. But don't you know that God will show you how to restore it even to a better place? Don't you know, just like when the slavery ended through the Emancipation Proclamation and people were dealing with the Klan and different people that didn't want to let them go, even though the slavery had ended, that God is giving you an Emancipation Proclamation that's even better than what they've had to deal with. See, because when you're free, you're really free indeed. We're going to talk about some F words today. Because Alpha and Omega has been there 
for you and is still there for you. The wonderful and mighty counselor, the everlasting father of Isaiah 9 and 6 is still there. The great redeemer of Isaiah 59 and 20, he's still there. The living stone, he's still there. Your support is still there, whether it's a brother or a sister or a cousin or a Sarah or a fraternal brother, whatever it is, they're still there. They may be experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing of that shattered moment in your life. But when you seek God for the wisdom of his word, he'll give you a wealth of people around you that are praying for you, and some of them you don't even know they're praying for you. See, God's going to use this to perfect your faith in him, to let you know that he has perfect timing. And although that thing that you had may have been shattered and taken away, your latter shall be greater than your former. Why? Because God says so. The mercies of God, the blessings of God, the forgiveness of God, you know, you may not believe it. Many of us understand about uh, forgiving people, but many of us don't always understand about forgiving the storm. God, I say, well, ooh, you don't understand to forgive that thing that shattered what God had already blessed you with. And some of you are saying, why, 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 why me? Why this? I can't tell you why. He didn't release that message to me to tell you why. But he does want you to know that he is strengthening you during this season. He's pushing you during this season. He's carrying you through during this season. He's teaching you how to maintain your faith. The faith that says in Hebrews um, 11 and 1, now faith is the assurance, the title, deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, their faith comprehends a fact that cannot be experienced by the physical senses. See that you hear those F words, facts, faith. Did you hear earlier we talked about freedom? And we talked about forgiveness, that which is Ephesians 4 and 32. Because, see, when you walk in forgiveness, it means you readily and freely give it, just as God has forgiven us. And many of you may say, well, uh, there's another F word, family. What about the shattering that this storm, that this thing, that this person has caused? Well, We know that 1 Timothy 5 and 8 and also Acts 10 and 2 talk to us about family, and it talks to us about being generous to our family, and it talks to us about praying regularly to God for our family. It talks to us about not denying our family. But we are not the storm that shattered your family. We may not even be the person that hurt your family. And now another F word, your finances are being attacked. Your finances didn't expect 
to go into your lump sum or, 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 or your, uh, your cushion. But think about this. Who gave you those findings to sit it away? It was our Father. He gave you the ability to be able to reach back into something that you thought was for something else. But see, some of you are so thick in the way you handle finances until you should have been teaching financial things a long time ago. You've been so disciplined in your giving. You've been so disciplined in your uh, uh, way to allow your feet to find a place to be a physical blessing to somebody else. And see, the fruit of your fitness, believe it or not, in the midst of this shattered situation and time in your life, amplifying another F word, your focus. Because now God is going to make your focus not only perfect, but it's going to be constant peace. That even in the midst of a shattering storm, even in the midst of a, a death of a lost one, that your feelings won't be that for which you focus on. But you're going to be very careful to sit before God and say, God, what am I supposed to learn from this? Help me to not just pray forward, but help me to continue to strategize with what I need to do during the impact of this shattering, sudden situation. But see, as you're praying forward and as you're you're thinking forward, remember there's going to be false, another F word, my God, false testimonies that are trying to creep in to make you change what you've been declaring all the time. You're always saying God did. Well, realize this, God allowed it. And you have to accept what God allowed. Because whatever he's allowed, we know that the false witnesses and the false testimonies are trying to make you think that you're not free. It's trying to make you question that which God has done for you. But see, you can have faith in knowing that you're free. You can have faith in knowing that God is going to use this situation to help you to formulate your next blessing. Deuteronomy 10 and 8, the New English transaction says, At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the Lord's covenant and to stand before the Lord to serve him and to formulate blessings in his name as they do to this very day. Psalm 72 and 17, the New English translation says, May his fame, uh-huh, endure. May his destiny last as long as the suns remain in the sky. May they use this name when they formulate their blessings. 
may all nations consider him to be favored by God. So, yes, the Father still favors you, even in the midst of this shattering caused by this storm. Ah, my God, my God. Even in the midst of this shattering that's caused by this death and the lack of remorse of the storm and the person or the people. Because, see, we need you to know that even in Matthew 6 and 27, it says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest nor gather the crops into the barns. And yet your heavenly father, uh-huh, F word, keeps feeding, uh-huh, F word, feeding them. Are you not worth more than that and than they? How many of you have questioned your worth just because of the shattering that's been caused by this storm and other storms? How many of us have forgotten that the birds, the trees, the buildings were all shattered? But even the birds, some of them live through the very storm and the over 155 miles an hour winds. Oh, my God. Don't you know that when Jesus in John 19 and 30 said, it is finished. And that he bowed his head and he gave up the ghost. That God wants to remind us on today many crosses. How many of you know that that shattering that you've endured was a type of cross? Oh, my God, my God, my God. How many of you know that death with the loved one? And the lack of remorse that their murderer had was a cross. Mm. How many of you know that even in Revelations 22 and 21, the very last and final, another F word, declaration and thought in the Bible says, the grace of the Lord Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, be with you all. Be with you all, all saints and believers. Be with you all, the grace of the Lord. Be with you all, those that are set apart for God. See, even in the midst of the shattering, you've been set apart by God because others haven't taken the shattering of their lives the way you did. Because, see, you're set apart for God. You're set apart that you handle the disbelief and the shock differently than others. You're set apart that you handle the denial and the guilt and the pain, and it's not like others. You're, you, you handle the bargaining, and it's not like others. 
You handle the false negatives and the false positives differently because you're not like others. You handle the anger from the shattering, but it's not like others. You handle the uh, depression, but it's not like others because your focus has allowed you to be fit in God, fit in his word, fit in your prayers, fit in your asking, fit in your obedience so that you can formulate the plan that God has given you, so that you can formulate the destiny that God has given you, so that you can formulate how to stay free, so that you can formulate how to walk through this grief and this shattering, this sudden unplanned thing in your life. Yes, grief comes and it goes. Yes, even shattering comes and it goes. Yes, you've had struggles, hard struggles, my God, and you're still having them right now because you're right in the midst of it being fixed. See, they already fixed my back door. They've already put in the new glass and the new door. But see, you're right in the mix of the fix, my God. And while you're in the middle of the fix, God wants to remind you that, yes, there's going to be some hard struggles. Yes, there's going to be some challenges. Yes, there's going to be some ups and some downs. Yes, there's going to be some valleys and some losses. But right in the midst of the shattering, know that nothing that God is bringing you through or that you're going through is for you to stay there. Come out. I about to say, don't camp there. Now, that loss is not irreplaceable. See, the, God can even restore the time to where it'll look like to others you never lost a thing. You just gained and gained and gained. God has made you equipped, Storm. Because, see, even in Joel 2, 25 and 26, It says that I will compensate you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the creeping locust has stripped and gnawed. God said that. He said that you will have plenty to eat and to be satisfied and to praise the name of the Lord. God said that. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Your hope is in God. Ephesians 5 and 16 says, Making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity, using it with wisdom and diligence. The days are filled with evil. It's filled with things that come to shatter. But God the Father, once again, wants you to know that he will finish the work. He will completely heal you and everything surrounding you during this shattering season. He's perfecting you. He's perfecting your testimony. He's showing you that he wants you to look at what his word has said. 
The word says that God made. It says that God created. It says that God said. It said that God commanded. It said that God saw. It said that God beholded. It said that God blessed. And it said that God given. The word even said that God completed and God validated. It even talks about how in Genesis 1 and 5, I mean 1 and 25 through, what is this verses? All the way to, my God, 31. In verse 25, it says, God made. And it says, God saw. And it said that it was pleasing. In verse 26, it says, God said, let us make. And mm. verse 26, it also says, let them have complete authority. Mm. It also says in verse 27 that God created, created, God created. I want you to go back and read Genesis 1, 25 through 31. And it also says in verse 28, God blessed and God said again. It says God said, God beheld what he had given. It said God had given Mm, in verse 30. It says because he commanded in 31, it talks about God saw everything he had made and he beholded it and he validated it that it was complete. Now, when Jesus came, He said that it was finished. And so as you walk through and deal with this shattering moments that have been occurring in your life, know that God already made, created, said, commanded, saw, beheld, blessed, gave, completed, and validated everything everywhere. Everything everywhere the north, the south, the east, the west, here, over there, everywhere. God has validated everything. And as we accept what he allows, we know that Jesus said it's finished. Let's know that the final words of God are he made it, he created it, He beheld it, he saw it, he commanded it, and that Jesus restored us back to what God has commanded, what God has said, what God has made. And you know what? I've learned that I've even prayed, God, let the last thing that my sister saw, the vision, the moments, her last breath, that she had a glimpse of what Stephen had when they were stoning him. His life was being shattered. His life was being taken. And yet he looked up in heaven and he saw God and Jesus on the right hand. And my prayer is that in Sheila's last glimpse of life, in her last breath, that she looked up and she knew that God had Jesus sitting on the right hand of the Father. And we, too, have that. We, too, can know that in the midst 
of that shattering, in the midst of that death, in the midst of that loss, that Jesus is on the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercession for you and you and you and you. Accept what God allows. Even the shattering that was expected or unexpected. <clears throat> My God. In Jesus' name, know that the faith, the free, freedom, the families, the fitness, all of these Fs God has given unto you. Let's use them. Father God, I ask you today, every listener, give them the faith they need for this season, the forgiveness, the family, the finances, the fitness, the focus, the mastering of their feelings with your word, that they will be able to look forward and pray forward and speak and forecast the things that would obliterate and annihilate the false testimonies and witnesses of others because they're free and they're free indeed so that they can formulate the blessings that you have for them now and forever. And because it's from you, Father, they know that it's final and that it's finished and that you will get all of the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. I turn the program over to uh, Minister Margot or Minister Sylvia, or anyone at this time. The program is open for any words. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Father God, I thank you for the word on today, God. God, I ask you to keep me while I'm learning how to accept what you have allowed. God, I'm asking you to keep me while I'm going through the shattered things in my life. God, I just ask you to keep me. Keep me in the press, God, so that I will stay focused on you, God, that you do allow all things and everything to happen. But, God, keep me. Keep my mind. Keep my heart. God, keep my spirit. Keep me focused on you, oh, God. God, I thank you for the word of today. So many tokens, so much information, so much love in the world all today, God. I just thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Sylvia. Anyone else? Uh, I thank you. Uh, on today, Apostle Lack, a powerful word. Uh, a powerful word, the shattering, <laughs> knowing that whatever happens, God has a purpose. And even if we question, which we sometimes do, we have the ability to have that freedom mindset you talked about, to be free in our minds, free in our hearts, free in our spirits, and sometimes we have to reach and grab hold to it through faith that God will show us how to get through here. And there's another F word <laughs> that I thought of as you went through this, which was today's Bible reading 
for the Bible app that I listened to, where it talks about the foundation on which we build our life. If it is built on Christ, then no matter what chattering comes, we will prevail. We will make it because we have a firm foundation in Christ. Thank you, woman of God. Be blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Marga. Foundation and firm. I hope you heard those F words. Anyone else? Okay. Since none of our other listeners um, have anything that they want to share with us, I want you to know that I appreciate each and every one of you that are listening on today or be listening in the future or whenever. Another F word. God has really blessed me. He told me, uh, I'm going to give you a message about many people talk about the F word, and and it's not the F words that God wants us to know that um, he's given us. And and even the flexibility is another F word of things that he's given us. But as Minister Margo said, when you have that firm foundation of faith in God, as Minister Sylvia said, that you can keep your focus on the Father. (laughs) Oh, my, 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 my. We really need to keep our focus on God and know that the shatterings will come and the shatterings will go. But we handle them in ways that others look at us and say, they don't, it hasn't impacted them at all. They don't see that in the background, we've had our face to the floor in that position, that prostate position before God, saying, God, I know you're fixing it. I know you're perfecting me. <laughs> Our foundational scripture, even for this ministry, is but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And even on our Mondays, I'm I'm just going to go on on with the announcement. We know you can come back on Sunday and uh, at 1030 um, Eastern Standard Time or 930 um, Central Standard Time to Uh, hear whatever God has given me on Sundays. But I want you to know that on Mondays, we have the awesome, awesome privilege of having Iron Sharpening Iron with our host, Minister Sylvia Cairo. And this Monday, Serena Wright and that woman of God, that prophet, that doctor, that author of the last description you'll ever need, will bring a word that will bless you in a way that only God can bless you because we focus on hearing and obeying God. And that's at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's on Monday. Join them and be blessed. 
And then on Friday, <laughs> another F word. So it's a day that you know that you know that you know you're going to be blessed. This past Friday, we had Prophet Antoine, who, who just really blessed us uh, with so many nuggets. You don't want to miss when the Prophet speaks. And then we also have Minister Celia, that this should be her um, Friday. So for those of you who want to call in and listen to her, please call in. And it is going to be a blessing that you do not want to miss out on. And that's at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So call in for the three nights or three days of services, Sunday, Monday, and Friday, and be blessed by God. And know this, that God has a blessing just for you in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the shattering, in the midst of the grief, in the midst of the losses, even when the storms and the people appear to have no remorse. God is your Father. Father God, we thank you. We glorify you for the message on today and the messages that will come on Monday and the message that will come on Friday and how it will give all of us a firm foundation and the Word of God to focus on, for we focus on you, Father, and do what only you could do, God, and we will give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Enjoy this song, A Quiet Place, by Pastor Troy. Every minute, every note. Let God bless you.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.